Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, I'm wonderful, sweetie. Everything is great. Taking it easy and enjoying the beautiful, though very warm weather. Continuing because summer, we're in the waning days. We only have, a, what, a couple more weeks, maybe three, three. About oh, no. a month and... Oh, we have... Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? It's still the last third of summer or so, right? Well, we can do with some chillier weather. Come on now. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm enjoying it. Everything is good on mine. And um, things are going wonderful, sweetie. I'm about to enjoy the Open. I don't think it... Uh, the U.S. Open, I don't think it has uh, started yet, but it's going to be coming up within the next few days, I'm pretty sure. And uh, I'm good. Everything is good. I'm inundated with things about all these indictments against Trump. But other than that, wonderful. What's going on with you, sweetie? Uh, everything is good. You know, um, we had the the lovely soccer match that wasn't so lucky for FC Dallas the other day um, when they lost. They gave the game away to Messi and company. Um, but it was very entertaining and extremely, extremely popular. So um they gave it away and they just really couldn't help it. They may have choked. They may have just been, you know, they may have been too impressed with the star power and just mm-hmm. really just sort of choked at the last minute. Because I don't know. It was a close game. It was close. I heard it was close. It was, but they were winning and they decided to give the other team a goal that they should have gotten themselves. So it was a, it was a mess. It, but uh, anyway, it was entertaining. Let's just say that. Okay. All right. Okay. Sweetie, what going on on your end uh um everything is good i you know am going um on vacation you know pretty soon so i'm excited oh, about that going for wow. uh anniversary trip so oh, yeah nice everything is oh, pretty good what kind of anniversary a wedding anniversary oh okay yeah. Oh, yeah great good for you okay i only ask too many questions good <laughs> yeah have a wonderful time you and your hubby have a wonderful time we'll we'll do uh speaking of you know happy times and and hubby and uh you know wonderful time let's do a little toast today ma uh okay. i guess it's for noble wolf well with noble wolf baka okay let's let's lift our glasses to long life and prosperity health wealth happiness and many more wonderful anniversaries salud salud Mmm, delish. Oh, wow. Yeah, very delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, we, too delicious know, today. No, all vodka is delicious. Well, it's delicious for vodka. Let, let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, my reminder before we get started on everything, um, for everyone to go to our website and check out the Book of the Month Club Uh, Our latest book for August is All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson. So just a reminder, guys, go to our website, check it out and keep up to date. And we love, um, you know, hearing your feedback, what you think about the books. And, you know, this is another book that is on the ban list. Okay, guys. Wonderful. So just enjoy it so we can have some good discussion and get some great opinions. Okay. Now, before we start talking about the riverboat, um, uh, this is a recent announcement. 
from Big Brother 25, one of the contestants, Luke Valentine, was removed after he was caught saying the N-word on the live feed on Paramount Plus. Okay. Um, And so they wasted no time, uh, you know, getting rid of Luke Ma. Any thoughts on that? Wonderful. Good. That's a good look for them. Good for who is, what is it? Paramount Plus? Well, it's Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the network. I know the show is Big Brother, but I'm saying the network. Good, good for the network. Good for those in power and in control. Wonderful. Zero, zero uh, tolerance policy. Excellent. That's yeah. I, I'm with with you 100% because with no sense in purposely using uh you know hateful speech and racist speech come on that doesn't accomplish anything you know that's negative and toxic and I'm glad they did it right on good for them my have you ever watched big brother or not really uh, I don't know if I've seen it somewhere along the line but certainly it's nothing that I'm a fan of okay Alrighty, okay. so uh, I am watching it, um, and I just really started watching over the past couple seasons when they actually Isn't finally it old. Wasn't it out long years? This ago? is it. This is the twenty fifth year. Oh, 20, well, twenty fifth season I might be more than that. Recollection of watching it years ago or something, but okay, so be it. Good for them. All right, well, let let's move on to another subject because I see you don't want to talk about Big Brother. Okay, so my we know all about the Alabama Riverboat brawl that happened this weekend uh, on Saturday. A group of white voters attacked a Black employee on Saturday at a dock at the Riverfront Park in Montgomery, Alabama, sparking a massive brawl that resulted in multiple arrests. And the city's mayor was calling for justice to be served to the voters for attacking a man who was doing his job. Now, my, we've seen so many different um, videos. Um, for some people, it became... Um, you know, kind of like a, a big joke because everybody had a, a good laugh. And for other people, um, you know, it was definitely a lot more serious and just kind of thought provoking. Um, what it, What are your thoughts on the whole uh, incident? You know, it's unfortunate that the whole thing happened. It's very unfortunate that the whole thing happened. I think people were uh, drunk and arrogant and, of course, racist at the top of it. And things just got out of control. Mm-hmm. And 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 people behaved very badly, although some people behaved heroically. Some people came to the aid when they saw uh, one the individual was being, you know, uh, jumped on by a group and he, you know, needed some help. It the was black them. man was being attacked well, okay. by yes. white. Okay. Men All right. Initially. Good. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. That's exactly what I saw. Okay. And, and I'm so glad that some people came to his aid. Uh, then at one point it became a mob where too many people were coming to the aid that where they were needed. And then some people were jumping in trying to help, irrespective of color, black and white. We're trying to break it up. Some were trying to escalate it. Some were still trying to fight. And some were trying to break up the fight. And mm-hmm. it was just a melee. And so I'm just very glad that no one was killed. I don't think anyone was permanently or seriously harmed. That may still be in the process of being assessed. I don't know. But as far as what I've heard so far, um, no one was seriously injured. And we know no one was killed. So for those things, we could be thankful. And um, 
you know, for the people who decided that they were going to resort to physical violence, uh, you know, I'm glad they got there. There's an old-fashioned word, and I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's called comeuppance. It's a word. I'm glad they got their comeuppance. And, and that means you got what was good for you. Chickens came home to roost. You mm-hmm. got what you deserved, okay? Mm-hmm. You got your comeuppance because when you decide to jump on people, you don't know what that's going to be. And they just unfairly jumped on this man wrongly, unfairly. Doing his job. Doing his job. Yes. And so and so I could see from the video that that a few of them definitely got their comeuppance. Yeah. Yeah. You you know, it it was an unfortunate um, incident um, from the beginning. But like you said, um, they they got their behinds kicked uh, pretty much. Um, anyway, uh, the captain of the river, the captain of the riverboat remained away from the dock for 40 to 45 minutes because the, the private boat was blocking, uh, the owners, right. The owners of the, the boat confronted the co-captain of the riverboat with obscene, aggressive words. Um, and he was just doing his job. 13 people were detained, but were ultimately released, uh, Richard Brown. Well, well, I know one was held and they're looking for two more, according to Mayor Reed, as of uh, last evening. Now, I don't know what happened since then. One was R- definitely. Richard, uh, my, my, okay. isn't that what I'm. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. I didn't notice what you said. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Richard Roberts, 48, white male, is the warrant for his arrest, assault, I guess, third degree. Uh, Alan Todd, a white male, one warrant pending. Zachary Simpson, 25, white male, one warrant pending. Those are, you know, misdemeanor charges. All of the warrants are for the owners of the private boat. One is in custody. Two are set to turn themselves in. Now, they may have, I don't know, by the time you listen hear this podcast, right. Right. Um, and then yeah. Reggie Gray, the man wielding the folding chair, is being asked to contact the police department. So uh, let's see if he contacts the police, yeah. ma. Yeah. And yeah. see, that's the big thing when there's these big mob scenes, you know, some people, you know, who are really innocent often get hurt, you know, so that's what also happens. But uh, so it's not a good idea, but I'm glad it didn't get any worse than it did. Yeah, yeah, the, it's very sad. And obviously, we, you don't want any innocent people hurt. We don't know if that woman was innocent or not. We know that she was older and right. a woman. Um, that we do know. Uh, my, so what are your thoughts on Marlon Wayans? You know, when he said, how about we not try that in a small town? Shit, silly, bro. Let's all just be love, not war. What are your well, thoughts on that? Like I said, that's a lot of la-la land talk, uh, you know. And, uh, you know, from Marlon Wayans, I don't know what position he's ever been in, but this man was jumped on, you know, and he had no alternative. Now, the people who jumped on him, I guess Marlon must be talking to them because they're the ones who started it. Right. I I hope he's talking to them. I don't know what he's saying. I'm never sure. The internet was not happy with what he was saying. He was saying that nobody should have came to the guy's aid pretty much. Well. Well, you know what? If that's what he was saying, he's sounding crazy because if that was him in there getting his ass beat, he would want somebody to come save him and help him out. If that was three men or four men, multiple men jumping on him, one only, you know, that's that's fine for somebody from a family of nine or ten siblings. Yeah, you can say all that. But if it's just you being beat upon, you want anybody to come to your rescue. 
And I could tell you for sure, some of the people that came to his rescue, they weren't all black. There was some white who came to the rescue too that was mm-hmm. trying to bring it up and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So um, it's just unfortunate, you know, and his comments are, I don't know where he's coming from specifically. But they're, they're out of pocket. You yeah. Know. Maybe no. he misunderstood. Maybe he didn't yeah. communicate things properly, right. but no. I mean, we all know under optimal conditions, you aren't supposed to fight. We all have that, but that's not the issue. You're supposed to be addressing this specific uh, episode and in this specific episode, they were, good, they were, you know, several people started one-on-one and then others jumped in on this one man. You mm-hmm. know, so what were they supposed to do? Just let him get beat down? You know, no. And so that's what happened. Yeah. So, um, Marlon, you were out of pocket. That's all, you know, that I have to say for that. Um, there you all go. Right. All right, Ma, let's move on to something else that has been in the news. Uh, Tory Lanez. Um, has been sentenced to 10 years uh, for shooting Megan the Stallion um, in the foot. And uh, Megan did not appear um, in person. Um, she says she simply could not bring herself to be in the room with Tori again. Um, you know, she's been not one day since the shooting has her, you know, life been the same. Right. Um, it, but he did have some people who. And that's understandable. Yeah. We'll repeat that, Mom. I said that's understandable that she's been upset and stressed with this whole thing. It's been a trauma for her. Right. I mean, you know, that's unpleasant getting shot. I don't, you know. Right, right. Well, um, one person who wrote a letter uh, on behalf of Mr. Lanes is uh, Iggy Azalea, who pleaded with the court for or a transformative, not life-destroying sentence for uh, Tory Lanes. And so... Everybody went after her pretty much on social media because um, not only did they feel that um, Iggy, I don't know if this is a fair assessment of her, but there are many people who think that she has, um, you know, gained, gotten a lot of stuff from exploiting Black culture for yes. um, trying to uh, be uh, more in with having a what do you call it a black accent I forgot the name that they use yes um, and just you know make it it was very convenient for her to embrace the hip-hop culture and black culture when it benefited her uh, yeah. but now instead of like showing sisterhood uh, for yes. a black woman uh, right. she turned her nose on Megan um, and also she's accused another rapper who I don't know if she has a child with him or they dated um, of being abusive. So they're like, well, how could you not understand what Megan has went through when Megan has actually gotten shot? It sounds like she's just trying to be heard from and she did is, you know, and pick the wrong side. You know, it mm-hmm. sounds like she's really trying to be heard from because because it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even make any sense this way, except that you know, that she would be supportive of him simply because, like you said, she's a woman herself and she's going through similar things unless she's so delusional and brainwashed, you know. But other than that, it sounds like she's just trying to make noise. She's just, you know, she's just the the, the amen corner over there, you know, cheering mm-hmm. something on because uh, there's no rhyme or reason for, for that. There's no and- rhyme or- and she did issue a statement and she said that she wasn't defending him. She was speaking of her experiences in dealing with him. However, it still, you know, kind of had the same thing. It's the same thing. Right. It's the same thing. Absolutely. It's the right. same. 
I don't know if you want me to categorize her, but if I had to, I would say out of pocket. Out of pocket. Right. Okay. Um, so my, so let's move on to somebody else who has been um, in the news recently. Um, Neo, he appeared on Vlad TV, my, you know, Vlad TV. Yes. Um, and which he criticized parents for allowing their children to have a say in their own gender identity from a young age. Um, and he issued a apology, but then he said, uh, then he kind of took it back <laughs> because he felt that he said what he said and he didn't feel that people should, you know, try to tell him um, how he felt because he is a parent of seven. Right. That over the, over, he had a two minute um, kind of monologue in which he said, I was asked a question and I answered the damn question. I have no beef with the LGBTQ plus community. However, do what you want to do with your kids. However, somebody asked my opinion on this matter, and this is how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that is detrimental to their life. If one of my seven kids were to decide that he or she wanted to be something other than what they were born as, once they're old enough and mature enough to make that decision, so be it. Not going to love them any less. So yeah, he and uh, Neo has, like I said, seven children. The oldest is twelve. Yes, the youngest is Good. four four Good. months. Now, there's so many. I mean, I could stay on that conversation for you know a day or two. There's so much about that that is um, based on some sort of utopian ideal that's non-existent. Okay, mm-hmm. in the first place, what if that twelve-year-old comes up to him? I don't know what he means, old enough and mature enough. You know, you eighteen. You Okay, well, you know what? At 18, we all know they're a legal uh, adult. Your children are legally grown at 18. So it doesn't matter what you say. Anyhow, you have no ability to or power to impact anything they do once they become a legal adult. Mm-hmm. So that's a bunch of foolishness in the first place. You don't need to say that because the law has already determined that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we don't need to say, oh, you can do what you want when you're 18. We already know that. And it isn't that the parents made that decision. It's that the law made that decision. Right. right? Okay. So that was a bunch of nothing he could have kept. Okay. Let's say if that 12-year-old comes up to him. I don't know if it's a girl or a boy, and it d- doesn't even matter. Right. You know. Uh, listen, Neo, or dad, or whatever they call him. Okay. <laughs> who knows? You know, who knows, right? Listen. I might look like a girl, but I don't feel like one. And I don't want this girly crap on that I'm wearing. I don't want these dresses and these ribbons and bows and pink and blue and, you know, polka dots or whatever you got on me. I want to wear baggy, saggy, zip up in the front, men's clothes, hang off the butt. I want to wear what I want to wear like the guys wear. Because in my heart and in my mind, I'm a guy. Mm -hmm. And I'm 12 and I already know it. And I've known it for a while, Dad, and I don't care what you're talking about. I know how I feel and how I want to look. Yeah. So Neo's going to go, well, okay, son, daughter, whichever. When you get 18, you can decide that. Yeah. No, Dad, I decided it now because yeah. I'm not going to school. You take me. If you don't have me locked to the desk, I'm getting up and walking out. You bring me through the front, I'm walking out the back. I ain't doing no homework. I think I'm going to go smoke some weed or might oh, buy me wow. some crack. No, you know, no. You're going to buy crack too? Listen, whatever. I'm just going extreme. Oh. I'm just saying 
What say no mean? to drugs. Right. What I'm saying is how far and how extreme are you going to push this 12-year-old who says, Dad, I don't care what you're talking about. I don't feel that way and I'm not doing that. I don't want to look like that. I don't want to dress like that. I made a decision that I know I feel like a boy. What you all refer to as male. I may look like a girl, but I feel like what you all call a boy. You know, uh, or whatever. Or I'm a boy. But get out. I was born what you all call a boy, but I feel like a girl. I feel like I want to wear dresses and makeup and lipstick and whatever. Whichever. I'm 12. I'm 12. I'm not 18. I'm 12. But Dad, guess what? I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to go to school. Right. I'm not, well, not going to participate in any of the things. And you can't make me. You, there's no way you can make me. You can drag me. You can punish me. You can do whatever. You can't make me. You cannot. Well, make yeah, and I okay? and I think so. That, so, Dad, guess what? If I can't be what I want to be, I don't want to live no more. Well, that's the thing, Mom. I don't want to live no that, more. I, and if that's what you're trying to tell me. I decided what I told you is what it is. I'm telling you my true feelings, and you telling me wait till I'm 18. Well, I have those feelings at 12. Now, well, what you, Dad? Okay. Well, Ma, like I was. <laughs> what you gonna do, Neo? What you gonna do? Well, Ma, I think that doesn't he doesn't he understand Ma, that what I... other people are confronted with? Doesn't he understand that? But oh, he got it all wrapped up in a bow. No, his kids are not going to say anything to him until they're eighteen. No, and Ma. at that point, you know. No, I think I think him saying that is uh, is actually really scary because you know you could see some people who um are who are ignorant. Ma, can I please just? say what I have to say. Yeah, but you know, the thing about it, at what point did you, you know, uh, understand that I was still talking? Oh, well, go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. It's not like I'm interrupting you. You were interrupting me. But go okay, ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, Mom. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. But go ahead. All I'm saying is this. <laughs> I understand everything that Neo was saying, but it's unrealistic. That's all. It's not helpful when a situation presents yourself and, uh, to where your children are very young and they have these feelings and beliefs and so on and so forth. You have to confront it then. You can't tell them, yeah, okay, wait till you're 18. We'll deal with it then. You know, that's non-responsive. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just going to say that it comes across as somebody who doesn't seem to really grasp what being a parent is and you know it's, it's I can sit here and say that and I obviously I don't don't have any children but he's a, a father he has seven kids and all of you know between now and when they get to be 18 he's gonna uh you know come across a lot of different things and scary things and children before now a day before right and children before they get 18. children you know express all types of, of thoughts you know as they grow up and they know that trans youth um, are significantly more likely to attempt suicide Yes. When when uh, gender dysphoria is is met with conver conversion therapy, uh, then with hormone treatment, and so to just ignore things and to act like it doesn't exist is just not good, you know. And well, well, he you know, can't. Well, he well he will not be able to do that. And chances are, if he's got seven children, it's very likely he's going to be confronted with that specific thing. It's very likely when you have seven children, he's got you know a pretty size. Well, family. He he may be confronted with anything, and uh, so absolutely, he, absolutely. So. 
and and he may be confronted with that very thing and he's not going to be able to say oh well you can't make a decision until you're 18 that's ridiculous you know at the point he's confronted with it the decision will already have been made by the time they even discuss it with him you know and that's the reason for the discussion just to uh to for information you know not because they're looking for him to condone anything but they want him to be supportive and to me he come across as lacking in understanding and support okay um so hypothetical i got it that is hypothetical but you know that's not a good look from for the father uh, from the father of seven kids that's not a good look so we both agree uh that neo especially as a dad uh who may encounter anything uh should be a little bit more open-minded um Okay, absolutely. And staying with that same topic, uh, Wayne Brady came out as pansexual to his ex-wife. Wayne Brady is 51 years old. Any thoughts on Mr. Brady coming out as pan? No, that's wonderful. I thought he always was pansexual anyway. I mean, many people are. I didn't think he was, you know, necessarily aligned with any particular... Uh, gender or orientation or anything. I always thought that about him anyway. You thought he was Panna? Well, yes. You know, many more sophisticated people out here in the world meeting all kind of people. You never know who you might be attracted to. Okay. Some of us have a very narrow life and we're only around whatever people, you know. But when you have a nice life and, you know, lots of money and you travel and you have all different experiences, you may meet all kinds of people that you might know. Well, no, I just think that, you know, at least to, uh, you know, the everyday person to pop culture, pansexual, the term is pretty new. Not saying that people weren't always pansexual, but I think that's like a new, a newer term. Well, well, pan, pan around, people know pan everything, pan African, okay. all inclusive, people understand that. Okay. I don't know if they, I don't know if they, uh, uh, you know, identify themselves as pansexual, but I understand it. And I understand that many of us are, and the more exposure we have to things, many of us will, you know, be more aware of it. <laughs> are, are, are you pan? Are you coming out as pan? I don't know. I don't know. If I, you know, have that feeling, then I'll just say so. Okay. Well, you know, listen, everything is I, fluid. I, everything I, is I fluid. I certainly understand it. I listen, I understand a lot of things. So, you know, everything is fluid. That's how I feel. And, you know, good on Wayne Brady. I'm glad that, you know, he is living his truth. And I I hope he finds happiness. And he will, because he has lots of, you know, options. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So good. Some people limit themselves. Foolish. Stop, Ma. All right. All right, let's get into relationships. So your girl, Natalie Portman, and her husband, Benjamin, have separated after 11 years of marriage. They share a 12-year-old and a 6-year-old, Ma. Would, oh, would, oh, he cheated on Natalie, and they were going to work it out for a little bit, but oh, something happened, and they are going to He decided he didn't want to work it out. He wanted to go with that. No, approach. no. She just, Natalie decided that she didn't oh, want to do Oh, okay. Well, then good for her. Good for both of them that they decided that they had enough years together 
and they're going to go on and do other things. But I'm sure that's sad when a, a marriage ends. It's sad. You know what? You, you always say it's sad, but to me, isn't it sad to stay in something that you're unhappy with? Well, of course. Well, then why is it sadder to leave? He was maybe he was having a midlife crisis. The woman he had in a well, but was but twenty five and he's forty six. More than that, if that if it was just something so easy to resolve, then they should have been able to resolve. Well, it. maybe she felt Somebody disrespected was, as a woman. Maybe she felt, well then well then then you should leave if you feel like that. Man, that's what she. Well, to me, that's not sad. To me, it's pathetic to stay in something when you don't no longer feel that you're valued. Listen, I agree and with that's you. I'm not condoning it. I, I don't. I think that uh, adultery is uh, definitely a huge reason to leave your spouse. Adultery so. is up to you. You know, you all decide if you're going to commit it, if you're going to forgive it, if you're going to whatever. You have to decide which way you're happiest. And I think that's what people decide, which way they feel happiest. Okay. Before without the person. And that's do, do you well, think if but Ma, do you think because she was a bigger celebrity that it hurt her ego and that it was harder to forgive him? Maybe. I don't know where her head is because she's seen celebrities of all caliber have breakups. So what why should she think she's different? Bigger celebrities than her have had breakups. No, I know, well, but a, a lot of times, you know, it's a big celebrity that's doing the, that's committing the infidelity. No, because she knows good and well, because he is a, a little lesser star or whatever than she is, he might have resentment and he might feel like going cheating on her will, you know, be an equalizer. You know, all sorts of things. There's lots of ways to look at it, but one thing. <laughs> Sure, we do know she didn't take kindly to it. So goodbye. And she don't have to assess all that. All she has to know is how it made her feel. Was her feelings strong enough for him to stay in it? Or did she feel like he's not worth forgiving? You know, and she decided he wasn't and goodbye. She okay. didn't go any further. She's not his therapist. Okay, I can't, Ma. All right, I'm going to move on. Ma, you remember, oh, I know you remember this guy, uh, Nick Thompson from, uh, what was it, Love is Blind? You remember he was married to Danielle and Danielle from uh, season Oh, the one who had two. lost all that weight and she was, all, and she was yes. always real needy and whiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were shocked they got married. Well, he's calling out Love is Blind and saying that uh, it ruined his professional reputation. I bet it did. <laughs> and he said that he he's going to be homeless soon. He said that look, I don't. I'm not laughing at him going to be homeless soon because that's not funny. It's he not that because if you can anticipate being nah. homeless, then you could do something about it. Okay, well let let me just finish what he said. So he hasn't been working for six months. If I know I'm getting ready to be homeless, won't I call you? Won't I call you and Kyle and say, look, I don't care how y'all feel about it. I ain't going to the damn street. I need uh, my guest room over there. Now, what the hell? Now, why, what's it, well, I'm not going to be worried about it if I have time. The only way you can catch me, catch me oh, is if you come in and kick me out immediately. But if I can plan a month or two down the road, I'm not going to end up homeless. I'll be in some home somewhere with somebody. <laughs> that sounds crazy. He sounds like he's lazy or foolish. He don't no. have no friends. 
family resources. My okay, he said like a bum. Is he unemployed? He said that after taking some time away from work to record the show, which only paid him ten thousand dollars for ten weeks, and he noted that he can go eighteen to twenty hour days. He can get an apartment with ten thousand dollars. (laughs) What? Anyway, listen, he's been able to pay his rent or mortgage for six months without working. But anyway, he said that. But But they only gave him $10,000. If I only had $10,000, I would need more money to help me pay my bills. You know, come on. He says that they were essentially kept under lock and key, no access to the outside world for the entire filming timeline. And if they quit, then they had to pay uh, Netflix $50,000. Oh, whoa. Wait a minute. (laughs) Netflix held them captive and put guns and everything on them when they were signing those contracts? No. Or did Netflix cap, uh, kidnap them off the street? No. How did Netflix, Netflix did not. get them in there? Wait a minute. Netflix is gangster with theirs. <laughs> How did Netflix get them in there? <laughs> hey, damn. I didn't know Netflix was the mafia and the mob and the COVID Nostra and all that. Oh, oh my God. whoa. I can't, uh-uh. You mean to tell me that much. Netflix didn't give them a contract that they could read and sign of their own free will? Yes, and you know, some of those... Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait would you say yes? They no, signed a Yes, they did sign a contract, and they, Netflix and did, did not con- kidnap them. And did they read it? Well, you know people don't read anymore. Uh, but wait a minute. Did Netflix tell them, here's a contract, and y'all better not read it, because I got this here gun, I got this here Uzi, you know, an AK-47 no. on you? No. They signed a contract because they was uh, clout chasing or whatnot. Okay, <laughs> trying to get famous, trying to get some money, trying to maximize their time on TV. So they mm-hmm. signed a contract and they don't like the terms of the contract. Okay? Well, you know and what? that's what's up. And Listen, you know Ma. it and I know it. Ma, it really, in this situation with Nick, I don't know. To me, it seems like, you know, he's and, just... And his marriage fell apart, so he don't Listen. have that much time on TV anymore. Listen, to me, it seems like he, you know, needs to go see a therapist, which, you know, most of us need to go see a therapist. Sour grapes, honey. Sour um, grapes. But I was going to say... Oh, he's nasty. I, I was going to say that Bartise, who I was not a fan of, and Shane, who... Shane was okay. Uh, and uh, what was the guy? Uh, Damien... You know, they all appeared on Love is Blind and then they appeared on another show on Netflix called Perfect Match, which, you know, that was just very phony. You know, don't don't come for us, Netflix. It didn't seem to be very real. Um, We don't know. It didn't look that way. Maybe it was. Uh, But anyway, to make a long story short, I was just saying they're able, when they go on, when you go on Love is Blind, you have an opportunity to capitalize from that and to build up your social media absolutely monetize. Absolutely. I um, bet ain't nobody else knocking on his door for him to come on their show. And if they do, he'll be right on there. And whatever contract they present him with, with he once again, you're going to tell me you didn't read it. You didn't have your contract specialist lawyer go through it. You didn't do anything or you did and you signed it anyway, because whether you did or didn't, you had the opportunity and the responsibility to do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now on the back end, when nobody guaranteed you a mate, nobody guaranteed you was going to work out, things didn't work out the way you planned financially or romantically. So you're going to sue everybody and their mom and talking about they held you down and held you captive and didn't let you eat, sleep, 
go to the bathroom and That's all this. Style. Man, please go ahead. Go ahead. You okay, sound I'm crazy. joking. Clearly, you I'm sound joking. crazy because whatever they did, you signed the contract and agreed for them to do it. And let me tell you something, baby. The same two feet that brought you in there could have took you out. You could breach people breach a contract every minute. Every second. So that's lame, pathetic, weak, and cowardly. Now, just call it like it is. That's a grass for you to get some money from wherever you can because ain't nobody calling for you to be on the show. If anybody would try to put him on the show, he'd be on the show again. Yeah, he would be. I, my, I can't remember the woman's name right now. I'm sorry, I don't have it in front of me. But she was also um, on Love is Blind, the most recent uh, season. And she didn't wasn't necessarily pictured in the best light remember she didn't like the guy and she was uh, crying all the time and she had some you know family issues and then she wound up going with yeah, another just, guy just, what's the, point? What's, the, what the point is is that she is going to be in playboy now so she capitalized from being on the show and didn't necessarily right. have the most flattering right. uh image right. on the show right right so, okay well, come on it's all bs it's all about the bottom line it's all about the bottom line. If you had, you know, made the money that you thought or stayed in the relationship that you wanted to, we wouldn't even be hearing from you. Okay. You know, man, well, my, my, let's move on to uh, another one of your favorite people, uh, Miss uh, Jada Pinkett, I guess is Mrs. Jada Pinkett. Uh, she took to Instagram to share she's some Mrs. selfies. Will Smith. She's Jada Pinkett and she's Mrs. Will Smith. Well, you know, I don't subscribe to all that stuff. You know, I know. Go ahead. All right. In the first photo, her head looks shaved. And then the second, her hair is dyed blonde um, and has grown in a bit more. And she says, there, here, hair is acting like is trying to make a comeback. Still have some trouble spots, but we'll see. Right. Any thoughts on this? As we know that Jada uh, well documented her living with alopecia and how devastating it was. And she had other people, you know, on her uh, former show, uh, The Red Table Talk, who really suffered from alopecia um, right. very severely. Right. And um, we know what else happened with her and the whole, you know, shaving of the head. I don't know, Mom. What are your thoughts on Jada? Nothing. Nothing. Um, um, J Jada, you're just disingenuous all the way around. I don't know if you have alopecia at all. I don't know if you have a mild case. And I don't even know that it matters because you got plenty of money. You can buy every type of hair and every type of style like all the rest of us do. We wear our own hair. We wear extra hair. We wear it straight. We wear it long. We wear it black. We wear it short. We wear it bald. We do all. Everybody does all that. What's the big deal, Jada? I, I don't even want to hear from and, you. And okay? we know that there's, you know, I'm not an expert, but we know that there's levels to alopecia. Um, well, that's what people, I'm saying. Some that's people, saying. It, the hair loss is is permanent. And for some of them, it's temporary. And for some, it's so severe to where you lose your eyebrows. Right. Um, and, you know. and Jada, we've been seeing you all these years with all different types of hair, from clean shaving to short hairstyle to long hair to the lot of, to, come on, come on, Jada. Please, you know, of of all things, you need to let that whole conversation go. Okay? You know, you sound like you're trying to prove something to, to you know, the public. And you don't need to. You need to let that go. Okay. Uh, and finally, my your other favorite couple, um, 
Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. It's just been so many things about them in the media lately, uh, about them fighting with uh, the Beckhams. Supposedly, they aren't getting along anymore. We don't know what happened, but they were supposedly really tight at one point, and now they aren't speaking. Um, then there was, you know, rumors of a possible divorce uh, with Prince Harry and, and Meghan Markle, which I think that probably was very far-fetched. Then they said that Meghan Markle lied about her age, that she's not 42, that she's really 46. It doesn't matter about her age, number one. And they of course not. To, to me, it's too much. They need to leave her alone. She's not doing all that to anybody, and neither is Harry. Their circumstances are whatever they are. He was born into whatever he was born into, uh, through no choice of his own. And she was born into whatever she was born into. And the decisions they made was to be together and to leave the monarchy. Mm -hmm. And that's what they did, you know, and they live in their life in the States or Canada or wherever they live or both. They you live know. in L.A. OK, I knew they did. but I, I thought Well, they in California. But anyway, LA, but, but OK, California. but in any event, um, leave them alone. Come on. Come on. They, they haven't done anything. They haven't committed any crimes against society or done anything to anybody. It's too much. It's way too much, you know? Yeah. Like a whole lot of haters and trolls chirping, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, I actually probably will be good <laughs> if I didn't really hear much about them. I don't dislike them. I actually, you know, actually well, really not, do not like them, but I would just don't want to hear too much about yeah, but, them right but, now. Well, yeah, but it's a lot of pettiness. I want to hear some good stuff. I don't want to hear all this ridiculous stuff that, you know, is tantamount to nothing. Yeah. That really is just nothing at all. Yeah, they did buy the, the book rights to a uh, film rights to a book that's going to be on Netflix. It's like a romance. So that's good. Yeah, but that's good. All that's good. positive all stuff. Good. All right. All good. You know, just let them go ahead and live their lives. Like okay. Is live your life, girl. Okay. I wish yeah, Nas was here now. Okay. So, so go ahead. Guide, to guide us. No, yes, that's very wise. Okay, Ma, uh, let's talk about something that is very happy and uplifting, right? That's good. That's real cute. Okay, go. What? What did I do? You wish Nas was here to guide us? That's that's lovely. I like that. What? He's very wise. What is he? I think okay. he is cute. I think okay. he is cute. I, I love Nas. He's one of my favorite people. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, Ma. So <laughs> I know that you played the lotto, right? Well, you know, I didn't win. Well, no, there's not a drawing tonight, huh? no, oh, yeah, a, I played that every day one, but th that's not much No, Ma, there's one, there's one that's like 1.55 billion. Uh, there's another billion dollar one tonight? Yes, tonight. The one I played said something type of million. Oh, okay, let's hurry up and get off here so I can <laughs> Okay, don't the, worry. The one I played is not much more than I already have. Okay, but well, listen, okay. listen, Ma. I'm giving you some advice on um what to do when you win. Okay, so here, don't no, first off, don't you tell want me to comment on your. Yes, you can comment. You comment. Yeah, right. Well, come on, just come. All on. right, let me what they are because I don't, know they focus anyway. It's not bogus. I, I know what I'm talking right. about, or maybe not. Okay, don't tell anyone. First off, good idea. Good idea. Except your spouse. Don't, especially, especially don't tell your, your daughter. Especially don't tell her. Oh, my daughter. God. You have to tell don't her. Don't tell your daughter and son-in-law because they're the worst. Oh, my God. Right. No, you're supposed to tell your spouse, your attorney, and your financial advisor. Those three people they need to know. It didn't mention about mother. Mother's not on there. Okay. Right. Also, my don't hurry <laughs> when, when you win. 
you know, just take your time. Take your time with everything. What, what, do they have a time frame for that? Because I do think you need to take a minute to think about what you're doing. It, like, it doesn't it, have a time frame. Like two or three days. I would take two or three days if I could. Contain yeah. But you know, it's like a year, right? Is don't you, don't you have like a year to claim your yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. But I probably wouldn't take quite that long. I would probably take longer yeah, than two or three days. No, I would not take too. I wouldn't take too long. <laughs> okay, don't assume ma, that you can manage it. Okay. Oh no, I would not assume that because they keep changing up these laws. I'd have to have somebody to you know keep up with the financial laws and everything that impact my money. Mm-hmm. Protected, you know, each year, and then it depends on what administration is out here, what I need to do, where I need to put it. If the Democrats are in, is one thing. If the, you know, it, it did, I probably have to turn Republican right away because <laughs> <laughs> you know they don't give a damn about anybody except rich people. So no, yeah. no, no, we are not turning Republican. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Only, only if I, only if I go over a billion. I've been managing my millions all these years. Go ahead. Okay, uh, don't spend any money for six months. <laughs> That's a laugh. That's a big joke. Ain't no way in hell. Get out of here. No, yeah, how is that possible? What do they mean by that? Okay. In the first place, I'd split half my money already. Already know I'd give half of it to my daughter. Oh, who, me? That's the only one I have. <laughs> I'd half of my money to my daughter. And her and my son-in-law could go through whatever they want to do. And because they are really very good to me. So I would give um, half of my money to my daughter and son-in-law. And I'd kick in a few for my first ex-husband. Or, well, really my only ex-husband, you know, mm-hmm. alive or whatever. I'd, I'd, give, <laughs> I'd give him a few dollars, tighten him up. Let him have some fun, you know, and I do what the hell I want. And then charity, you know, my charities are already in place anyway. I just give more, you know, to the charities that I already have. So I'm right. I'm good with mine. Well, I see you. Yeah, let me know. Okay. Don't quit your job. Well, to you, 10 years too late for that. (laughs) Don't, don't wave. Wait a minute, bye. Don't wave goodbye to your budget. You just need to the budget, budget changes. It I'm changes. Waving goodbye to the budget I have now. And, and don't remain stagnant. Well, I'm well, never stagnant. Why remain stagnant? Uh, when they got so much more money to spend and so many more things to do. Why, why are you going to be stagnant? Okay, uh, my, And so <laughs> make sure that you pay off your debt, mortgage, car loans, personal loans, credit cards, oh, medical oh, debts. Oh, of course. Get a financial advisor. Well, of course. I, I agree with all that. Plan some charitable donations. I'm, I'm already there. Protect your assets. Of course. And monitor your stress. How much more stress are you going to have with that? <laughs> You're not going to be too stressed, right? Yes. Oh, gosh. All right. My list... Um, you know, kind of here's our last segment, you know, before three things that made us smile, since we are keeping it all with the lotto theme. Uh, okay. Let's do 13 of the most outrageous purchases made by lotto winners. All right. right. Let's run through these. Let's run through these real quick. Yes, I can. No, okay. Because I already, you know, we already kind of know the type of things that we want. Go okay. ahead. All right. Uh, so number 13, Debbie Mather set up her own fireworks factory. 
So she won six million in two thousand. Okay, now that firework factory is good. Okay, that okay. that factory I did. That's an investment. That's an investment. Yeah, she's still number twelve. Sarah Cockings bought boob jobs for her and her sisters. Can you believe that they don't have any money? In, well, she doesn't have any money anymore. She well, was twenty one though when she. Well, was okay, she was young in the first place, and she just was blowing money. I don't say whatever she spent on the boob job shouldn't have took most of her money. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they, I know they cost some money, but it's not that expensive. No, it shouldn't be millions of dollars. But, she, but it's the idea that she was frivolously blowing money. Right. right. I got it. Okay. Uh, number 11, Keith Goff bought a racehorse. Uh, he paid $250,000 for a racehorse, which ultimately led him to go broke. Right. Well, how much money did he win? You never did say how much you won. Well, I don't know. They tried to. Oh, okay. nine, nine million. He won nine. Well, million. see, well, then he was a complete fool because even with the racehorse, it's not just the racehorse. If the racehorse only cost one quarter of a million and you won nine, you shouldn't be broke. I mean, so sure. you was doing everything surrounding that. You were doing a little bit more right. than just that. Yeah. Okay. And listen, and people don't think taxes. Taxes, you know, oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah. that wipes off so almost half of your money sometimes. A, bit, a big chunk, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. Uh, okay, uh, where was I? Uh, Evelyn Adams spent millions on poker, so you know she is broke. So She's I a gambler. Think. She was a she gambler. Gambled she gambled herself. all her money oh, away. Oh, okay, well, that, that's okay. All, she already wasn't cautious. Okay, uh, David Copland, number nine, bought land on the moon. You know, my thing, I just can't imagine who it was that owns that land. Who had the right to sell him that and land? Now, and now he eats red beef. Right. He, he doesn't deserve to have a good meal. He just deserved to have just bare sustenance. Because what, who is owning the man? Who? Who's the realtor? Who did he go to? Who, who's the realtor? I don't know, man. But why does it say he eats <laughs> Yeah, because he could get it free from the food pantry. That's how come. Yeah, oh, God. And, and he could just eat them right out the can. Yeah. Oh, okay. He don't have any type of stove or anything to cook with. He opens a can of beans and eats them in the park or wherever he lives. <laughs> who park. could be so crazy? Who, 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 how do you buy other planets? Oh, oh. Well, I, I'd like to. You know what? I'd like to meet whoever sold it to him. You're right. Who sold it to him? I don't that, know. Good. That's who's over there living in the mansion. Oh God, I don't know. But no. All right. Number number eight, my is a, a gentleman named Roger Griffiths. Uh, he bought his way to the top of the charts. Well, at least he tried to buy his way to the top of the charts. He won three point two million. Um, from the lotto, and he and his band uh, just went so far overboard to where the band broke up, he went broke, and his partner left him. Good. That's good. Real good. Instead of having fun chilling on that, playing in your little band like you've been doing, you get money, so now you think it's wise to spend all your money, which you're trying to get money. Right, but you got money, but you figure I'll just throw it away and see how it goes. Yeah, know? he was good. having a good time. Good, good. 
Oh gosh, Michael Carroll, number seven, he built his own racetrack in his backyard. Now he won Oh, that's a great idea. He won eighteen million dollars. Um, he's broke now. Right. Because that's um his idea. backyard, he had a lot of luxury cars. Yeah, yeah. And that's he would, a great but he idea. was nineteen, Ma. He was nineteen. Well, he well, won. that's what he, he would he's forty now. Yeah, that's what nineteen will do. That's what nineteen will do. Good. That's that's just sad. He just, he just, you know what? It's just too bad that somebody couldn't say, "Look, put this money up and no, get they back." They probably did tell him that. Well, too bad he didn't listen and mm -hmm. and let it grow until you get twenty five, thirty at least. Right. Figure it out a little bit. Okay. My number six, Greta and Tony Dodd. They love to dance. They won three point four million dollars, and they decided they were going to buy brand new knees. Oh, that now to me that's good because if they bought knees, new knees, that means their old knees was messed up. Yeah, they so, wanted to. So dance. They, need, they needed those knees. Okay, I and they and they're doing good. They they're okay. fine. They're having that a good time sense. dancing. Right, because okay. you ain't buying knees. I mean, you may buy other body parts because you think they look good, but you ain't buying knees because you think they look good. You buy knees because you need them. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, now this one is definitely um a little interesting. Uh John and uh L Linda Cootie, they bought a water park um back in 2011 and they won my 319 million dollars. And so Whoa. they used it, they used it to launch the water park and created it in honor of their parents. Um oh, and the well, water park is is still going strong. All so. right. Good. I can see that people enjoy, you know, that, I mean, that's a, a fun activity, a fun, you can be a date, it can be a, you know, family, you know, mm -hmm. you can have fun in water parks. Oh, and I, um, I'm sorry, I skipped over one guy, Colin Weir, he bought a soccer team for $2.1 million and the soccer team is still afloat. All right. I can see that. I can see that. That's an investment. I mean, it could go either way, but uh, it makes sense to me because it can grow. You can have fun with it. You know, you can dedicate, you know, your, oh, you can deal with that for the rest of your life, you know. So I, I got that. I got and, that. And that the, makes sense to me. I agree. The, the last two, um, Jonathan Vargas, he decided that he wanted to buy an all-female wrestling production company. He won $35.3 million in 2008. The, the company failed after one season, and so did his money all gone. Well, I'm not so sure how well thought out it was in the first place, but hey, it turned out to be a bad idea. And finally, the worst idea of all time was a gentleman uh, who his name is Ronnie Music Jr. He won $3 million and decided that he was going to take his money and traffic meth. Good. He is now in jail. Good. Serving Good. a 20 year uh, Good. sentence. You're trying to make money and you already got money. So why do you have to resort to doing something illegal? Why is that? Well, he's where he needs to be. Because not only was it foolish, it was illegal. I need you to tell me my three things that made you smile. Sun, the stars, the moon, and of late, the last couple of months, air conditioning. Wonderful, um, wonderful invention. Okay. Um, I was, you know, very excited about hard knocks. Let's see um, if it, you know, gets a little bit better. It wasn't that exciting, but 
I, I in general like hard knocks. Um, okay. Russell, Russell Wilson and Sierra are having their third baby together. Congratulations, oh, congratulations to them, sweeties! Yeah. Oh, congratulations, Patrick Mahomes. While it's still fun, you yeah, know, it's still fun for them. And that's well, Ma, let's hope that it's always fun. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I said I love it while it's still fun because you know you present me with stories that that don't sound like they're fun anymore. So okay. Go ahead. And then finally, Patrick Mahomes, for the second time in three years, was voted best in the NFL league by the players. The only yeah. other person to do that, guess who that person was, Ma? Uh, Jim Brown. Tom Ray Brady. Tom, Bra oh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I, I was thinking way back. I was thinking yeah. old people. Oh, oh y'all, that's so wonderful, Pat. Yeah. Oh, for you. That's so, so wonderful. Ma, you know? what do you... What do you want to say before we go? I want to tell everybody, stay hydrated. Stay cool. Enjoy your summer. Don't drink and drive. Oh, wow. Vote. Pay Vote. attention to everything going on because history is occurring right now. This is, sets a precedent. A precedent is set by this former president because he is thrice indicted, right? Yep. Three indictments hanging out and more to follow. Let's pay attention, guys. Stay woke. All right. Thank you, guys. Like Ma said, um, you know, always stay woke and go vote. Um, thank you for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, and now on threads at the Bambushi Happy Hour. Also on all things Peju, on all of them except for threads. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour, all things Peju. Send us your emails, info at bambushihappyhour.com. We also love your DMs, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, continue to listen and thank you for your support. And we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.